Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast. It's a special Snowflake Village Christmas edition. I'm Bryce Johnson with Justin Shades Kazepis uh, joining me as my co-host today. So this is going to be a blast. We are out at Snowflake Village, and guess what? It is snowing in Charlotte. So it's incredible that today, when we happen to, to schedule to be out here, we rarely get snow. But people are out here looking for a Christmas tree with the snow falling. We've got a, a fire out there. We've got actually a fire in here. We're in the prayer chapel. And so today on the podcast, we're going to talk Christmas movies, Christmas songs, the Christmas season, and then we'll sprinkle in some sports talk as well. And so we're just going to have a blast. It's just kind of a, a unique partnership that we have with Snowflake Village. They donate a, a portion of all the, the, the sales uh, of the Christmas trees to local nonprofits. And, and so, thankfully, uh, they're going to donate to Unpacking It, especially when people come out and, and mention Unpacking It when they buy a tree. And, and so we're just thrilled uh, to be able to have that kind of partnership and, and then to, to bring you this show live or recorded from Snowflake Village today. And so let me, uh, let me welcome on uh, my co-host today, Shades. Uh, and so we, uh, we did radio back in college. Now he's a, a real estate lawyer. Uh, and so, uh, Justin, how are you, man? Doing well, Bryce. Uh, I got, I got to say, I think you've matured a lot since our beginning days because you actually are allowing me to speak right now, which is fantastic. Well, that's enough. <laughs> We've heard enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great to be out here. Thanks for inviting me down. I, I mean, just beautiful to set up. I mean, we're literally staring at some of the most beautiful trees I, I've seen, at least along South Tryon. Um, <laughs> and with the snow silhouette background going on too, and, and then they prepared me a wonderful hot chocolate here. I think they sprinkled some cinnamon in here you mentioned sprinkler that Ooh. made me think about that so this is perfect thanks for inviting me everybody come out get some trees a portion of the proceeds once again go to unpack it at ministries to uh, help spread the word yeah that's right so we uh we love talking sports faith and life and so today we'll uh, we'll have some fun talking christmas uh as well and and i'm enjoying some some hot chocolate with some little marshmallows in here so we're we're all set and and last night i watched a, a hallmark christmas movie with my wife so we're uh, with DJ from Full House. Oh, have you seen that one? I, I have not the, seen I forget that the name one. of it. She was a doctor in Alaska and fell in love and uh, a nice Christmas uh, miracle. So uh, you got to love that. So, so this time of year, it's one of my favorites. And so anytime uh, I'm able to, to be around Christmas trees, I'm one of the, the old school guys who says, hey, I'm not getting a, a fake tree. I go real tree. So, so I'm, I'm out here. We already got our tree a couple weeks ago, so we've had it up. We decorated with, with the lights and, and, and the, 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 big, uh, the, the big, I guess, challenge is always, okay, which ornaments go where? Of course. And, and you know, I brought a bunch of ornaments from, from growing up into the marriage, and so I like to get them, you know, prime spot. Do you have a front. section that is assigned to you, or do you have to make it work within the rest of the pattern? I well, it's one of those things where I try to be aggressive. Early. you gotta, you got to jump on the tree early to get my ornaments up there, because then either my wife has to move them or, you know, try to find room where I've already put them up. So, so I, I, love, I love getting my, I've got abstained ornaments, hornets, panthers, 
uh, some some childhood memory ornaments up there. So so our tree's looking good. We're we're, we're psyched about See, it. See, you're lucky that you get to actually select where certain ornaments go. A few years ago, my wife banned me from the Christmas tree uh, decorating. Oh, because to me. It's not so much about the ornaments and the things that are on the tree, though it's fantastic because it, you know, my wife likes to do it as the memories of our lifestyle exactly. tree, which is fantastic. But to me, it's about the tree. So as long as oh. this sucker is eight feet tall and four to six feet wide, I'm okay. And then I'll just throw stuff up there. She ends up having to take it down, redo <laughs> it. Hence why I'm no longer allowed to touch the tree. So. Man, you know, the one, the one disappointing thing for me is my wife likes to put the star on top. And the, the reason why is it's actually kind of a tricky little device that, that clicks on to it. And she, so she has to have it just right. Whereas to me, that was something that you know, my dad always did. And I, I would have liked to have done that. The man that. of the house. The yeah. Of the so house. I yeah. get first ornament, but I don't get star on the tree. Ooh. Do you go angel or star? We go star. We go okay. star. But it, it's one of the awkward ones that has like a wider base for the star. So we have to kind of like bend the Ooh, top yeah. branch and make it work. And then it tilts a little bit. And that's maybe the one time of the year I'm allowed to touch the tree is to fix the star. So okay, I will, so you do yeah. get to do that. I get All to right. do that, yeah. So I, I probably even have more ornaments than my wife. So I, yeah, so the, the tree is uh, it's looking good, dominated by my, uh, my Carolina Panthers balls. So, uh, so As those it are, should be. Those, those are fun. <laughs> one of them has like uh, pom-pom stuff in the middle of the ball. So it's a great one. That's one of my favorites. All right, so we're, we're here at Snowflake Village, and, and we'll talk a little football because it's, it's football season, and, and we're, we're based in Charlotte, and so we'll talk a little Panthers, and really the NFC South is one of the, the more interesting divisions this year and, and competitive, especially Thursday night. Atlanta somewhat surprisingly beat New Orleans, and it was kind of a, a weird game with, with the way that Sean Payton was kind of acting on the sideline, kind of put a little bit of a dark cloud on the Saints, I thought. And, and then with Alvin Kamara going down early, uh, getting a concussion, I know that ruined a lot of fantasy teams. Thankfully, I have him, but I'm on a bye this week. So, so in the playoffs, I hope he gets back healthy and he's good to go next week. But, but, but the Saints just seemed a little off, whereas Atlanta, they got off to a slow start this year. There, there was a Super Bowl hangover. There's really no denying it. But a couple of weeks ago, they seemed to have turned the corner and it's going to be so tight these last few weeks with, with Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina. Two should get in. It, it would be, I don't think, I think it would be unlikely for all three to, to sneak in. But the good thing is with New Orleans losing, Panthers fans can now be excited that the division is still up for grabs because the Saints were on such a roll. They were pulling away from everybody and, and kind of the team to beat. Now they're, they're brought down a little bit. But the scary part is here comes Atlanta. They're, they're, they're starting to click a little bit more. Devontae Freeman was, was banged up. Now he's, he looked really good the other night, uh, Thursday night. Now Tevin Coleman is banged up. So they go back and forth at, at the running back position. But they've got the depth there. Uh, and then you always, you always have the threat of, of Julio Jones. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm a little worried as a, myself as a Panthers fan with Atlanta getting hot. But then last weekend, last Sunday, the, the Panthers just had a letdown game against New Orleans. And, and so it's going to be very interesting to see how the Panthers respond against Minnesota on Sunday. And Minnesota is really maybe the best team in the NFC. It's debatable between them and Philadelphia. And, and so this is a big test for Carolina to say, hey, we're, not, we're still in the mix. We can compete with the top teams in the NFC and, and kind of prove that, that that New Orleans game was just an off game. Because my big concern in that game was the lack of energy. Because I go back to the Monday night game a few weeks ago when Carolina looked so good against Miami. 
There was an energy. There was an excitement. Things were really clicking offensively, defensively. Everything was, was rolling. And I just didn't get that sense in that New Orleans game where I, I kept even looking at the sideline. The camera w- would go toward Ron Rivera. And I'm thinking, man, look alive. Like, let, let, me, let me see some passion there. And so there was just something off. And, and even Cam, we know how he is. If things start to go wrong for him, it just ends up going really wrong. And then when things get you know, really clicking, he, go, he, he takes it to another level, to another level, and it continues to roll. And so that was, the, I guess, the big takeaway just as I, as I sensed watching that game with, with the Panthers losing. It, it was definitely an emotional game, right? Because, and the NFC is, is the, the division and conference right now, that, and NFC South specifically, that is the one that, that everyone seems to be watching just with ev- the, the movement that's going on. The Saints were on such a roll. Uh, frustration really set in for the Panthers early, I feel like. I mean, to see someone like Luke Keekley who is poised game in and game out, no matter what the score is, to be as frustrated as he was at his teammates for not wrapping up and not tackling properly yeah. and, and allowing uh, the Saints rush offense to oh. be able to, to move the ball like they did when that should be the Panthers offense moving the ball right. like that um, and the defense certainly not allowing it. Uh, penalties too were a factor and we could go back and forth. Is one penalty enough to change the, the entire outcome of a game? Um, some would debate that. Uh, Julius Peppers with the penalty on the sideline. Yeah, I think yeah, he did was, deserve that, that was one. Bad. That was a bad one. That was just sloppy play on his part. He didn't know where he was on the field. Yep. Um, but then also the the uh, neutral zone infraction one was huge. I mean mm. that, would, that was a big penalty at the momentum we were at we, it would have been a first automatic first down for us um but you know you can't cry about spilt milk we got to move <laughs> on uh the falcons game though is the last game of the regular season for the panthers on new year's eve oh, it's a big um, one. and that's going to be huge so there's a lot of space left in the season for movement in the nfc as well um like you mentioned the eagles i my my fear uh just to say for the panthers would be uh i don't think we would have a problem clinching the wild card i i just don't see that being an issue at this point but to play the eagles first round in philadelphia Philadelphia uh, just would not be a good combo for the Panthers. Though I think they could do it. I, I you know, I'm, I'm Panthers fan day in, day out, season in, season out, um, all the way back, you know, way back. Uh, Jake DeLome did give us, did good, but I'm glad Cam Newton. I don't even want to bring him up. Sorry. Oh, I love I Jake. Mean, That's you, my guy. Jake's your guy? Uh, oh, yeah. On the last podcast, I talked about him and Mike Minner being my my two favorite Panthers. Really? Up. Oh, yeah. I love Jake. Of all Jake. time. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, he got to the Super Bowl first year, so here with the Panthers. So, you know, you can't hate on him for that. No, but. I, no, I love, I love Jake. So he, uh, he did a wonderful job for sure. Well, we're, we're out here at Snowflake Village, and, and so people are buying trees. We've got the fire going uh, in our little – we're actually in the prayer chapel, which is kind of a, a good spot for us. It's so cozy. We're, we're cozy. We're actually – we're sharing a bench, which, <laughs> yeah, I'm closer to you than I was to my wife last night watching uh, the Christmas movie. Yeah. So, so speaking of, of Christmas movies, we'll go back and forth on the, on the podcast today between sports talk and Christmas talk. And I asked you before we, we started recording – do you have an opinion on Home Alone 1 versus Home Alone 2? Because to me, this is one of the, the great Christmas debates. Both movies are, are fantastic, and everybody loves watching them each Christmas year. And they're, they're such just well-done movies. The actors, the, the storyline, the, the Christmas feel to, to it is, is, is great. But for me, I always make the case that Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. Now, I'll watch both, but if I had to choose and I could only watch one, I'm going with Home Alone 2. He's lost in New York City, 
And you, you, you say that it's too ridiculous. That's what that, and that's, and maybe it's the lawyer in me, right? Maybe it's the critical thinking side that says this is so unrealistic. Not, and and you have to, you cannot forget the fact it's not the first time he's been left. Right, so you get left once as a young child, and then now a second time you get your family totally disappears in the airport, which we know how the airport is. You cannot just hop onto some random plane. Now, granted, this this film is older, so I'll give it that. But when you get to New York City and you are a kid there, and you whoop out a credit card in front of a hotel staff, you think they're going to take that credit card? <laughs> <laughs> Especially at a nice uh, yeah, you're, you're the ding they've dang got the dong, suite whatever. and everything. Yeah, spending all the money, the room service. Come on. Yeah, well, but that's what makes it fun. That it's so that's true. it's so outrageous. I'm a Scrooge. What can I say? No, the the Home Alone two, and the fact that the 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 sticky bandits find him in New York after you know they What's get the out of, they, of that, they get out know? of prison, and it's so good. The, to me, though, the, the regardless of how how far fetched it is, the <laughs> lines in Home Alone two are so good, and the way that he uses the the one movie you know mm-hmm. filthy animal and and incorporates that i, I love that I which love... was a spin off of the first one cuz he did it in the first True. one let's, but, let's give him that credit yeah, yeah, yeah. Macaulay but, Culkin but Macaulay. the whole the the hotel staff you know stop right there i mean that, that's one of my favorite scenes so i love that and then you, you got to love duncan's toy chest to to me that that element brings in a, a lot of value and and just this the, I, I think the the final pranks are so much better in Home Alone 2. Well, you know because who the a, real, a house that's real hero abandoned. was in Home Alone 2? You remember who it was, right? The Pigeon Lady. Oh, the Pigeon the Lady. The Pigeon Lady was the real hero. So, so I have to admit this. Growing up, she, she kind of... I don't know if she scared me or just it was boring when she was around. And so we would always fast forward that part of the movie when they were in like up up top in that's the like orchestra. the climax of the movie and we you're fast gonna fast forward it. let's get the to the climax. pranks let's get to the pranks <laughs> oh my gosh no so, i mean at the end i love when she kevin run i mean that's that's a that's a great part i love that she throws out the, the bird seed yep. um on the on the sticky bandits. i was wondering if they were going to make a third now they did make the third but obviously macaulay culkin wasn't in the third had they made a third would they have brought the pigeon lady from number two <laughs> and the shovel guy from number one together and be like oh my gosh it's a reunion so that would have been pretty good because because she's not as scary as he was shovel master no he was he, was he gets vicious. The, he, he gets was the vicious. edge on yeah, that one. Oh, for sure that that was tough i just thought the first one had had more parts of slowness yeah, it, he was more kiddish, the first one, right? The, the Number two, he's a little, a little bit older. Up. He's like preteenish, I'd say, in number two. He's got number an edge one, to him. He does. He's got one. an attitude. You know, yeah. hey, uh, I'm in New York. I'm going to have a great time on yeah. here. You go to New York, let's see how many kids are really willing <laughs> to just travel around New York City. Okay. Which reminds me of the, the, the part where he gets into the taxi and, and the guy turns around and goes, hey, much better in here, kid. Another one of my favorite lines. <laughs> so, so that so I go home alone too. So, if you're listening to the podcast, send send me an email, Bryce at unpackingit dot com. Bryce at unpackingit dot com. Home alone one, home alone two. Which one is better? I took this poll a couple of years ago at a, at a Christmas party, and I think home alone one did win. I, I I think overall it's a slight edge. Even even other polls that I've seen. Um, but I, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick by by Home Alone too. You know what? You be the underdog, Bryce. That's what you like doing. Do it. <laughs> so, so we'll ask the question today, though. What What are your top five Christmas movies? And and I was thinking about it this morning. That I do think there's a. I think I think there are two categories. So I think there's the Christmas spirit, Santa involved, the the magic of of Christmas that. 
you know, certain movies like Elf, mm. Santa Claus, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, mm-hmm. they would fall into that because mm-hmm. it's uh, going back to the far fetched. In, in that regard, it's more, it's just more of a magical movie. Right. Versus the family driven Christmas movies that to me are, are very realistic. Like Medea. Like <laughs> I never saw Medea. But um <laughs> great but, movies. Oh sorry, I missed that one. They're so deep every time. Oh my gosh. The it's, Christmas Medea? All the Medea movies. You I've think that they're Christmas gonna be Medea. just lighthearted and funny? No, they have some deep storylines that I probably Lord willing, when we have kids, will not be allowing my children to watch. Oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, no, they're deep. I heard yeah. Tyler Perry interviewed the other day, yeah. and that's that's I mean, that's why he does a lot of those movies. Yeah. Um, but no, more so you know, Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. And are, are there elements of it far fetched? But the reality is, those family dynamics are very real. Oh yes. And the ridiculousness that, that takes place during the, the Christmas season. So that uh, four Christmases would would fall into. Are you giving that me your category. list right now? Is that what you're doing? Well, no, or are you I'm, just I'm, you're just telling me how how many Christmas movies you've watched over the year? Well, what yeah, we, yeah. You know, no, I'm mentioning them, and, and I, I guess I, I break them down into those. Like this is a new two, sport you're making right yeah, now, kind basically. Of, okay. Kind of right, break it right. down. Whereas the uh, the Grinch with, with Jim Carrey would fall into the the Classic. magical side of, of movies. Absolutely. Um, Fred Claus probably gets a little more toward the magical because the, the the Santa piece. Um, I'm gonna say definitely on the magical side. Yeah, yeah. Of, of the Fred uh, Claus, It's yeah. a wonderful wonderful life. Yeah. A little more toward the the dynamics, the personal side. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I, I've, I've seen. I've I've seen it. The, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the personal connection yeah. and, and all that sort of sort of thing. Yeah. So all right. So with all that said. Give me, give me your top five must-watch Christmas movies. So Grinch is going to be Jim Carrey's Grinch is going to be number one for really. Me. I mean that wow. that one as far as at the top of Google. childhood movies, right? Because if you're going to watch Christmas movies, the thought to me is sitting around with family. We're all relaxing. We're we're having a good time, just looking for something easy, laid back to to, to help pass the time on the holidays with. So so Grinch Christmas is, is going to be my number one. Number two for me is probably going to be Turbo Man. Did you ever see yes. that one? Oh, absolutely. Turbo Man. It was on TV the other day. I it, caught a few minutes of it. It's called Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. That's right. Sorry. Arnold <laughs> yeah. and Sinbad. Arnold and Sinbad. Yes, yes. Sinbad. Classic. Uh, fantastic movie there. Uh, number three is going to be probably Home Alone. Okay. Home Alone okay. 1, because that's another Christmas classic, a different side of it, not so much on the magical, like you said. Santa Claus um, is just a great movie in general, too. The original ones with Tim Allen. Yes. Um, or what, what? Am I am I calling it wrong there, too? Or no, that's it, right. You got that one. The Claus, you got that one. right? Yeah, Claus the Tur- 2, Turbo Claus Man, we just wanted to clarify that. Jingle All the Way. Yeah, Jingle All the yeah, Way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Santa Claus would probably be, uh, I think, number three. I'm like, I, num- the Santa Claus 2 and Santa Claus 3 I didn't like as much as the original. I felt like they went off off the beaten path a little bit there. Um, uh, no, I, th- I thought that they kept with the tradition of the first one. The, okay. the first one is clearly the best. Right. And, and, I, and I'll jump in and say that that's my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. So that's, okay. Num- that's number one. Okay. And Fair enough. It's probably not close. Like, like I love that movie. It's a good one. Um, and so the, the second and third one, I thought, carried the story on. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the idea that he had to find a Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That's important. Oh, yeah. Gotta have Mrs. Claus. Yeah. And then, then to to face a you Jack know, Frost, Jack Frost, and an enemy and a villain. Nah. 
Yeah, that's fine. Incorporate that. Yeah. The third one is probably the least. We'll go deeper down the rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, why yeah. not at this yeah. point? Yeah. But, but the second one where he, he falls in love and uses his Santa magic in real life. That was more realistic. That was kind of fun. That was good. Well, that I don't was... know if more realistic, but it was. Well, uh, he only I mean, had so much well, magic. Well, true. That's you know? true. He was limited. <laughs> he, was, he was limited. But, but when, they, when they got all the, the Christmas pre- presents yep. for the, the teacher's party, that, yep. that was pretty that cool. Was and then the mistletoe just appeared. Yep. So of course, so you got to classic. Um, so the second one, I, I I thought it was fine. So I I, I love the the whole package of right. those three movies. Right. Um. So my number four will be Medea for sure. Okay. For sure. Number four is definitely going to be Medea. All right. Hey. We. Oh, you're trying to get warm in here. We have a visitor in the prayer room. We're we're on the we're doing a radio show here. So you're you're coming in and you're you're uh, you're interrupting, but it's a welcome in- interruption. Three Christmas movies. Go for it. All right, top three Christmas movies. Rudolph, Frosty the Snowman, and, well, everybody likes that thing where the kid gets his tongue stuck to the... Tr- oh, I yeah, we haven't even mentioned that yet. Yeah. That's not my favorite. Me neither. It's everybody's favorite, so it's, there you go. Too cliche. I, yeah. I don't know why everybody likes it. So I've we, watched that movie for the purpose of trying to figure out why people yeah. like it. And I can't make it to the end. No. There's just no way. No. Um, maybe 10 minutes is about wait, all I can wait. handle. He's one of those that likes it. Uh, we, got it. We'll have to, we haven't broken it down yet, so we'll have to get to that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll figure that out. But what, What's your name? I'm Angela. Hey, Angela. I'm actually Brian's wife. Oh, good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I came in to introduce myself to you guys. Oh, good, good. Well, well thanks but I'm, for... I'm the behind-the-scenes person. So yes. I don't come out here but the weekends. I am definitely known as the boss because I make them stick to some rules. Good. You got to. You got to keep the Snowflake Village in line. That's right. That's right. But, yep, that's me. All right. Well, good to see you. Yeah, it's good we're just we're talking Christmas and sports in the in the prayer room here. Fantastic. What's our sports? We're, we've been talking NFL. All right. Well, let's hope the Panthers pull it out today. That's right. Tomorrow, yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. Today, I'm sorry. I work Saturdays and Sundays. I forgot today was Saturday. Oh, no. So we got, we got Brian coming in here, too, from the Snowflake Village, and he looks very cold. He's, he's out there moving, moving trees left and right, and uh, the snow is falling here at Snowflake Village. So we got we to gotta heat Brian up a little bit. Yeah, it looks, it looks cold. So we, w- we were uh, breaking down our, our top five Christmas movies, Give us your top and, and so Brian's going to have to weigh in on this. Oh, no. Oh, you don't remember? No. Do you like Christmas Story? Um, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Really? I don't remember Christmas movies. Yeah, the, one the, the one where the kid sticks his tongue to the pole in phrases. My wife hates that's that one. Yeah, we don't. I, well, I, I don't like that one either. That's not in the you know, rotation. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Ask me another question. It's a wonderful life. That is right. That is a good one. I like that movie. Yeah, the black and white version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. Uh, Stewart. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It still holds up. It's still a good story. Rudolph, I, my wife loves Rudolph. I'm not a Rudolph fan. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta suck it up and enjoy it. Yes, I get to watch that and Frosty every year. Man, and I think I've memorized it by now. Yeah, that's well, it. But well, I'm not gonna sing it. Brian, while we have you, why don't you let the listeners know a little bit about Snowflake Village and and how it how it started and and how this year is is going for Snowflake Village. Wow, that's a great question. Um. Yeah, so about eight years ago, my daughter and I were up in uh, the North Carolina mountains. Uh, we went down into Linville to get some of that great kettle corn, and uh, we asked the guy what he did in the off season. He said he cut Christmas trees down, and that was that's rough work. So on the way back to the cabin, uh, I said to my daughter, you know, let's sell Christmas trees next year. She said, okay. And we went back and announced it to the family. They all thought we were crazy, you know, entrepreneur that I am, come up with a lot of ideas. 
but they were very supportive. In the next year, we were selling Christmas trees. Man. Had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> but eight years later, you're still doing it. Still doing it. Yeah, still doing it. Uh, we are a nonprofit. We've been raising money for about 25 different local charities for eight years now. Uh, we started about a mile down the road, and uh, we've now moved up to the corner of Choton, South Tryon. And we've got some great partners that support us. We support them back. Uh, we'd like to donate trees to families in need. Uh, we have gift cards. I think we donated, what, about $3,000 last year in gift cards to families that were, you know, hurting at this time of the year. It's a rough time for some families. Oh, yeah. Uh, underemployed and that kind of thing. So, you know, we're here to help people. We're here to provide jobs. We're here to pray for people and just support them and just more or less be a ministry. And it's a mission for us to serve the community out here. That's awesome. And they're great trees. We, we love our trees. I was yeah. telling everybody about my tree earlier, so we're we're all set. So we love it. Yeah. So we we appreciate the the partnership and and having absolutely having uh, this opportunity to be out here and and all that. Yeah, uh, love to have you. We're great to have you. Um, you know, we're really excited about this new partnership uh, with unpacking it, and um, you know, we're looking forward to the to the future. That's right. Absolutely. Well, no well, doubt. you get warmed up, yeah. and, and we're gonna keep talking uh, Christmas and 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 football and everything that's going on this time of year and so it's great to to smell the trees smell the fire yeah. and uh and drink some some hot chocolate so yeah. so we're having a blast and you're warm you're in the yes. chapel yes. uh with a little heater that's right they're all so we're spoiled. Up in here. so yeah they're spoiled they they took yeah. care of us cozy i'm going to go out and work now all right well, you, somebody's got to work around here <laughs> we'll we'll keep playing on the radio so so we appreciate it um, but uh, but Brian and Angela Wyant uh, appreciate their their support and uh, having us out there and uh, their daughter Vicky. So we're uh, we're having a good time. Um, all right, so let's let's get back to that that movie conversation because I, I feel like it's unresolved. <sighs> um, the the Christmas story. Um, I, I guess it's from the eighties. I, I I just I don't connect with it. So I know people love it. I know people are probably listening, going, "What you don't like the Christmas story?" I, I just can't get. I, I don't know. It for it's different. So for my family, we leave it on because it's on twenty four hours every year. So we will leave so you that. Buy channel into on. that. It, it's not buying in. It, yeah, it, it's it, what can I put that is mindless on the television all day and watch? Because th- when you have there's a hundred other over, channels. There's a hundred other channels, but with let's say you have five family members in the room agreeing on a channel is very difficult. Well, that's fair. So putting on something that it's clean, everyone can watch it. Um, you get thirty minutes of it one hour. And then three hours later, you get the other thirty minutes. You know, it's okay, so it balances out. It's not in my top five list. Though. Okay, I'm not it doesn't say make that. The, all right, no, so you're no, not no, going to no, defend no. it too much. No, 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 no. I'm forced to watch it. I can say it that way. Um, so my number four is going to be Medea. My number okay. four is going to be okay. Medea, which you haven't seen. So yeah, so I can't. That makes this more break difficult, that down. right? For for such a guru of a Christmas movie guy, you know, you haven't seen Medea, which is shocking. So um, number five, ooh. Can I come back to number five? Can I think about it for okay, a little bit? Because I that. feel under a little bit of pressure right now. I did put you give, on the spot. Yeah, I yeah. had a bit of all five of mine, and, and we haven't heard one of yours. So. Yeah, so so I'll I'll jump in and. Well, we know you're number one. But. Yeah, Santa Claus is is number one, and number two, I would say Christmas Vacation with okay. Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that movie. Love the lines. Love the the characters. Um, actually, the the boss in that movie mm-hmm. was in the Hallmark movie that I watched last really? night with uh, with DJ from Full House. Um, so that was funny. He played Santa Claus in this Hallmark movie. So that was that was great. Um, so he's not mean all the time. Then. No, exactly. No, okay, yeah. So good. just just in that one. Um, and then number three, I, I think would be uh, Four Christmases. Okay. So I, I love Vince Vaughn, yeah. and I think that movie is hilarious. And 
I would say, actually, let me put Home Alone 2 before that. Home Alone 2 and then Four Christmases. Okay. Home Alone 2 is better than, than Four Christmases just because I've been watching it for more years. Right. I haven't built up the, the fandom for Four Christmases just yet. Okay. But, but I, I, love, I love that they, they move to, to different family gatherings and all that ensues mm-hmm. is a lot of fun. The problem is my wife doesn't like that movie, mm-hmm. so I have to watch, I have to find time in the Christmas season to watch that alone. That's your, that's your off time is to find time yeah, to watch yeah. that so movie. Yeah, so that's, that's a little tricky um, in between the, the Hallmark movies. Um, and then, you know what movie I caught last night, which I don't think it makes the top five, but I do like it, I'll Be Home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Biel. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, that's a must. You got to watch that. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is trying to make it across the country to Mm. be home for Christmas. Mm. And if he makes it, he gets his dad's Porsche. Oh, very intriguing. I just thought of my number five. Okay, what is it? Uh, What is the one? I can't remember the name. Where the dad dies and he becomes the snowman. Oh, I can't do that one. Jack Frost. Yeah, Jack Frost. That's a great movie. Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton, Batman. It's too sad. Oh, it's a good one, I can't do that one. I think I watched it one time and that was it. That's a good one. Wow, because it you know he, his son gets the encouragement. That, you know it's a family thing. It's clean. It's nice. It's good. It's a good movie. Yeah, that's that's too emotional for me. You know it's going to be emotional at the end though. It's like it's like when whenever you see these dog movies comes out and these pet movies come out, you know it's going to be emotional and people go see it anyway. It's the same uh, thing. Yeah. I don't see that one on TV often. No. I don't think that gets a lot of play. Although TV these days well, is very different than that. when these movies came out. Yeah, that's a, good, mean, that's a good point. ABC maybe, maybe it gets a little love. Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess I would go Elf number five. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Man, that should have been my number one. Yeah, that's a, See, that, I feel like I got pressured today. I got like, hey, Justin, we're going to hit you with the top five movies. Ready, go. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, Elf is, is classic. Elf, Elf is a good one. It almost gets a little too silly. At, I don't love Ooh. the ending. Nah. I love the middle of that movie. The, what the, the climax of the movie? What, is that well, what you mean? The, the one you usually fast forward through, or what? Like, is that <laughs> that was just with the bird lady? Oh, sorry, She's kind oh, okay. of a weird just bird, the bird lady. lady. Okay, the one fast forward for your favorite. Will you fast forward of the climax of your favorite My third Christmas favorite. movie yeah. of all time? Yeah. Wait, Home Alone. Oh yeah, Santa Claus is number one. Okay, yeah. You know so. what? Now that I think about it, is Home Alone two better than Christmas Vacation? Wow, Ooh, it's tight. Wow, those, those top three are right. Right, we there are getting for some me. realizations at the Snowflake Factory today. Is That's what it right. Feels like it's the, it's the village. <laughs> village. It's the village. It's the more sm- like a factory with how many trees are here. Are you they, kidding me? They've got a lot. And actually, they, they, Brian was telling me they've sold more trees to this point than they have in years past. So, really. So, I love to hear that because people are still buying real trees instead of settling for the, the fake ones. Yeah, so, that's my fault. Yeah, sorry to call people out like that, but yeah, that's, well, that's part of the deal. I have made a, a deal with my wife that next every other year we're going to switch off. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to go to the mountains and chop down my own tree. No, you got to come to the Snowflake Village. I know. But I'm going to go chop my own down. No, that's good. That's what I'll Chevy get a Chase second did. one. Maybe I'll get a second. Well, they have there mini trees too. Yes. They have the wreaths. Yes. They got plenty of options oh, yeah, here. Got even if too. you, you know, if you're in the the condo or apartment style living, and maybe you don't have enough room for a tree, they have mini trees. They have the wreaths. They have just a. Uh, I don't know if they have mistletoe here or whatever, but that's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you got to incorporate that into the the decorating for sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll we'll get into some more sports talk. And, and so uh, we're having a blast out here. Shades, I'm Bryce, and uh, we'll come back on the Unpacking It podcast right after this. 